Hello, coffee lovers and avid readers. Welcome to Olive's Radio at Olive's Cafe, where we can enjoy music while talking about all things arts and humanities. Now, before we get started for the topic of the episode, I would like to announce that Kino, from one of my favorite groups, uh, Pentagon, is releasing his new song, Pose, on August 9th. I'm super excited for this song as... um. As a, f- a huge fan of Pentagon, as well as, a, a you know, also a fan of Kino, he is one of the most versatile musicians in the industry, known by the fandom called Universe, to be a masterful dancer, a soul-driven singer, and a sensational songwriter. I, myself, will be looking forward to his song release. Now, do check out Olive's Cafe on Twitter and Pros and Sip on Instagram and Facebook for updates. And check out Pentagon on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for their content. Looking forward to our table talks, you avid readers. Now, let's get started. Now, for today's topic, we're going to be talking about the genre of the month, which is thriller. Now, the last season, I did talk about the, uh, the context of thriller and what what it means to write anything, any story that is under the genre thriller. Now, um, just after that episode, um, I started to become a little bit more intrigued with how the authors tell their stories under their genre and how they challenge the genre. And it all started as well when I started reading um, The Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell. Now, when I finished the book, I was, wow, I was very shocked of how it and of how the story built up and how everything came together towards the ending and how everything made so much sense. And I didn't even realize until later that she actually released the second book. And I'm like, how did I not know that? I'm so ashamed. Because at the end of the day, like towards the end of the book, it kind of, left with a cliffhanger kind of sort of but at the same time it ended so well from in my honest truest opinion um and i i was i was like wow this this is not only creepy because of the characters and what they're going through and what's going on but it's also very exciting because of the constant build up Every chance that I get when I'm flipping the page to read, to keep reading on into the story. And it just so happens that as soon as I finished reading that book, that I developed an enthusiastic interest in thriller. So it could go from books to movies to film to TV. um, And I'm just, wow. I really do look forward to reading some more that fall into the thriller genre. I'm looking forward to watching any films and TV that are thrillers. Um, and because of me reading her book, I've wanted to read her other books. That's outside of The Family Upstairs and The Family That Remains, um, which is the, the new book right after The Family Upstairs. And she has all she has other books as well that are also standalones, I believe. Or maybe there's series. I have to look into it. All I know is that I'm looking forward to reading more of her books. And then after reading her books, I would also like to get into, like, um, other authors as well. Um, Now, don't get me wrong. I am guilty of that type of person that 
would watch the movies that were based on the novels. And what I should have done first was read the books before reading the novels. However, I, this is me being naive. I didn't even know that these movies were actually books until after I finished reading those, after I finished watching the films. And I thought, maybe I should have read the books first because I feel like there's still missing information. I feel like it's still incomplete. Still good, but, you know, incomplete. Now, what movies am I talking about? Well, there's the Robert Langdon series um, with, like, the Da Vinci Code, Inferno, um, Inferno, Angels and Demons. They're based off of Dan, Dan, Dan Brown's books. Um, and there's, I believe, multiple series under the Robert Langdon series. And the last book that's, the last book that, I've seen was the origin, but even he has he has more. Don't get me wrong, he has more. But the Robert Langdon series, I'm so intrigued because it's just puzzle after puzzle after puzzle, and it's like, oh my goodness, what is happening? This is exciting. And at the end of the day, I'm thinking to myself, this is open for this is open for discussion with you know with different people with different ideas. I mean, why not? I mean, I feel like the Robert Langdon series are good for discussions. And I was told that books are great conversation starters. And I feel like, you know, those types of books, they're up for discussion whether you actually like the books or not. Right? But they're, like I said, open for discussions. There's also the Millennium series that I also want to get into um, by Steg Larson. The One of Us is Lying series by uh, Karen M. McManus. The, ter- the ton of French books, <clears throat> the Gillian Flynn books, more of Lisa Jules, like I said, the Donna Tartt books. Um, and like, it's those books that I want to get into because of the fact that, I, that I've read The Family Upstairs. And I don't know why. I just really enjoy thrillers. It's, ooh, it's like, what's so intriguing? It's like I said, it's the buildup of excitement and fear of what lies ahead. And, you know, I feel like a good thriller is all about the ambiguity in the beginning and then how everything comes together towards the end, which completes the story. So, after reading uh, The Family Upstairs, I've also started watching, um, you know, dramas that fall under the, the thriller genre so there's the lies within all of us are dead um my name clickbait black jessica jones those those tv shows can be found on netflix um and there are three of them let me see actually there's um there's four shows that i've listed that are actually um korean dramas now listen Hear me out. I understand that there's a language barrier, but there is such a thing as, you know, subtitles. And before anybody would complain about subtitles when watching a show, you wouldn't be complaining when it's a show that is spoken in Spanish or Italian or Swedish. So, that's all I gotta say. This may be as uncomfortable as you may think because I just called y'all out. <laughs> but, but, 
You know I'm right. You guys would not would not have a problem when it's Swedish, French, whichever language. But I'm starting to see that people would have a problem when it's either Korean, Japanese, Chinese, Thai, or any other language that is in the Eastern Hemisphere. Now, am I wrong or am I wrong? If I'm wrong, okay. But if I'm right, if I'm right, gotcha. <laughs> but anyways, yes. So, but here's the thing. It's not just the Korean dramas or the J or the Japanese dramas or even the Chinese dramas that are really good with storytelling. I find that international shows are really good with storytelling. Don't get me wrong. There are American shows that are also good with storytelling. I just kind of find it that, I don't know, there's something different extremely different about international shows i don't know it's I, i'm trying i'll figure that out later in the meantime these are the shows that i've listed that i've watched that i really really do enjoy there's also another show called mind hunters that one is really good now here's the thing that's based off of the true crime book called mind hunters the same name and um spoiler alert it's basically um, two FBI agents that go to uh, different prison uh, prison facilities to interview the most heinous criminals to get into the mind to prevent to at least try to prevent or solve the crime of serial killers. Now, here's the thing. That is a true crime, and it is a mystery, but I also find it as a thriller because of the constant buildup in which they're trying to stop the next crime from happening or they're trying to catch the person. So, you know, whether it's a mystery or a thriller, it, it's just, it falls in the same category. And I do recommend watching Mindhunters. Mindhunters. Now, here's the thing. If you're the type of person that likes to read before watching I would say read Mindhunters first and then watch the show on Netflix. Now, it's two seasons right now, so go watch the show when you have the chance. All right? Cool. All right, moving on. So we also have movies that also fall under the thriller genre, which is uh, Parasite, Joker, The Dark Knight, Silence of the Lambs, uh, Gone Girl, Get Out, Zodiac. Those are, sh those are movies that I've watched, and... Let me tell you something. Anytime I'm watching these movies, my eyes cannot be taken off from the screen. Like I can't I can't stop watching. Like I just I just can't. I have to sit there and see and just ask, what will, what's happening next? Like literally, what is happening next? Oh, please catch the person. And, and there's always these different clues that are, you know, being revealed to themselves. And I'm thinking, oh, oh, that's a clue. We got to remember this clue. And there's these, uh, I don't know, it's very, it, it's all codes. And the way that the characters decode everything to solve the crime. And I'm always thinking, hmm, it has got to be the, one of the suspects. And then, you know, when I end up wrong, I'm like, oh, I get so shocked because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm usually wrong when I'm trying to solve 
the when I'm trying to solve a puzzle, whenever I'm watching these movies and these TV shows, I'm usually wrong. You know, I'm 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 not shocked that I'm usually wrong. I'm usually shocked when I'm right. And I'm thinking, what? Really? I was right? I was hoping to be wrong to see if, you know, if it's the other character. But I end up right. So it's it's a 75, 25% chance that I'm wrong. And I actually like to be wrong because then it got me thinking, oh, that's right, of course. It would always constantly get me thinking and, th and I always think, Oh, okay, makes sense that it's that person. I don't know why I thought the other person. I'm just so naive. But I'm always, like, I'm always shocked to learn that, yeah, it's this character, not that character. But when I am right, I'm like, I knew it. I knew it. And then I would end up laughing because it's like my mind gets so blown. So blown. And, you know, there's a reason why... You know, these shows, these movies, and these books are called thriller. It's because they're thrilling. You know, it, just, it starts to make your fingers tingle with excitement and fear. And hoping that, you know, you stop, or at least the characters stop the next thing that will happen. And it, it may seem like it makes me crazy, or seem crazy, but when you're immersed... In the story as if you're there and or we're there and the Thor of the fourth wall was never there to begin with and my truest honest opinion that's exciting that's very exciting it's <sighs> exhilarating yeah that's like the next level of excitement it's exhilarating and that's because even though you're watching from either your couch or from your bed or from your desk. It just seems like you're there. You're the third or fourth or fifth or whatever person there. And, you know, people will look at you and, you're, and they're like, um, what are they talking about? But, you know, I would look and say, what's going on? I'm interested. What are you watching? Uh, oh, yeah. You know what? I bet you it was that pizza person. I mean, why would you think you find the pepperoni next to the dead body? I don't know. I know. It's strange what I just said. It's very strange. But you get the idea, you know. And what's also... Oh, also I want to call out um, at least a few people, a few... Um, so I just called out the, the 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 authors of the books that are that written thriller books. Now I also would like to uh, mention that there are a lot of thriller filmmakers, but the ones that I've seen so far, and you can you know go on YouTube and find out like an analysis of how they uh, of their style of filmmaking. But I would also like to call out like. Um, you know, there's M. Night Shyamalan, who's created, uh, The Sixth Sense, Signs, and Lady in the Water. Um, M. Night Shyamalan is great with plot twists. And you can clearly see all the plot twists that happen in all of his films. Um, and you're thinking, yo, that is twisted. And you, you just turn around and you're like, 
What? Oh my goodness, I never thought of that. But then again, I'm like always looking and paying attention to the characters that, you know, I completely forgot that, you know, something else is happening. <laughs> and then there's also Christopher Nolan, who's also great at filmmaking when it comes to like Inception, when it comes to The Dark Knight, uh, Batman Begins, and The Dark Knight Rises. Um, now, here's the thing. To all those who are Batman fans... I get it, you know, you may not be a huge fan of Christopher Nolan, you know, because it's whatever your opinion you have, but in my truest, honest opinion, and you don't have to take it, you know, you could just be like, well, you're still wrong. Okay, I'm wrong, but I do appreciate Christopher Nolan's direction and his style because someone else actually pointed it out that it all has something to do with time and how everything feels a rush when it's time because time is of the essence. So he's really huge on time, especially with like, you know, Inception and The Dark Knight, which is, by the way, The Dark Knight is one of my favorite Batman movies. I love it to the core. I don't care what anybody says. I love, I love, 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 love Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. I just love it. And I love Heath Ledger's Joker. Don't make fun of me, but I actually have Heath Ledger's Joker right above my desk, okay? Um, you can laugh at me all you want. I don't care. I, I love that painting. It, it, it just represents the type of chaos that he represents and the anarchy that he truly enjoys. And, you know, sometimes I think, hey, anarchy is good. For your own sake, maybe. But, you know, anarchy is good. So, Yeah. Um, there's another, I have to, you know, also, maybe Quentin Tarantino, too? Does he do, he does Thriller, right? But, I've seen, like, most, like, two of his films are more Western, but I do, I would like to categorize him as a Thriller filmmaker, because he's really good with storytelling, and, yeah, he's really good with storytelling when it comes to filmmaking, and, I don't know, it's just everything, like, he, and I've learned that he reads a lot of novels, and I've seen, so, I've, so, so far I've read, I've seen his films, and they're really good, like, I don't care what y'all say, he's really good, he is really good, and I hope to, you know, continue to watch his films as well as all the other filmmakers, as, um, um, in the near future, just because, you know, this particular genre is really exciting. And just to tie everything together, what I do find best about thrillers is that it keeps you on your tips of your toes and it keeps you anticipating for the next big thing. Now, there are some movies that, or some books, or some TV shows that are a bit disappointing when it comes to thrillers, um, but you just can't help but appreciate the ones that are actually good. And, you know, with the ambiguity, with the anticipation, with the fear, the excitement, and there's not much of, like, so much of, like, the gory stuff or the, you know, the the other aspects that tie into horror, which I will be talking about later on in the season 
with the genre horror, which will happen in October. Make sure of that. <laughs> um, it, it, it's, thriller is, like, right above horror, in which, like, you know, the anticipation comes from, like, the storytelling when it comes to thriller, and you're just putting the pieces together, putting the puzzles together, and just being able to, you know, fix the, all that ambiguity and just say, oh, well, that's it. And so with thriller, it is still different from horror, even though they're kind of similar. Um, going back into, like, my reference when it comes to thriller, it's that, you know, with thriller, it's, you know, it's psychological, so it messes with your psyche. It's, you know, it, it all, it all surrounds, you know, crime, and it's, you know, a mystery. And so with mystery, the difference between thriller and mystery is that mystery is, um, Mystery, it's all it's all about putting the puzzles together, right? Now, now that I'm going back to my reference, thriller, that that main job of thriller is to induce strong feelings you've never felt in real life on a daily basis. So it taps into your untouching motion responses. So when I go back to reading to when I when I go back to my current findings, when it comes to like the best thrillers, it's usually that it's inducing fear and anticipation as well as tapping into your untouched emotional area. So when I was reading, so to top it all off, when I was reading The Family Upstairs, it just tapped into something inside me that I never thought it would be tapped before. So you know, I did feel like a little bit of anger, but at the same time, a little bit of, you know, fear, a lot of it, a lot of it, because I can't spoil it too much. You got to read the book, the, the Family Upstairs. You've got to read it. That's my my top recommendations for all of those who also do like Lisa Jules's uh, books, other books. Read the Family Upstairs if you haven't done so. But for those who are new to thriller, I would also recommend the Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewel. Because that is a fantastic read. So, hopefully, for, like, the next season, um, we'll talk about thrilling stories. We'll talk about thrilling uh, thrilling storytelling from different directors, different filmmakers, different authors, different creators. And in the meantime, when you get into Thriller, just remember, if it taps into your psyche, induces your emotions it is a very good thriller so thank you so much for tuning in to olive's radio at olive's cafe i hope that you have a wonderful day and i hope that you also enjoy your coffee thrillingly and artistically